how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! Bear with, I'm going to have to turn off notifications on my laptop or you're going to hear Bobong every two minutes. Oh, please turn them that's, off. That's then. our intro, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's see if that does the does the trick, baby. Riveting listening, I'm sure this is making. Yeah. What's up, guys? Excellent what television. is up, guys? Excellent Welcome radio. back to the Face of Power <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ed Dowling, with me today. Hemerson in the bottom, as you may have heard right from the start there. Just yabbering away. How are we doing? Doing very well, doing very well. Temmy in the top left. How's things? Yeah, they're all right. We'll come on to that. We'll get on to that indeed. (laughs) First week of the season. We know what we're talking about. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. And let's start that Man United. Let's start with that. (laughs) Eat. Now, I want to catch some receipts here first. And not from you, Temmy. From you, Hammerson about a certain uh, English manager by the name of Graham Potter, who, as it turns out, is the best manager in the world? I mean, he's pretty good, isn't he? He is pretty, pretty good. The guy good. knows a thing or two about football. For someone who really doesn't look like he should know a thing or two about football. Well, he looks like he should know a thing or two about... Like sewing or something. Like he does not look yeah. like he's he's not got he's not got the panache to be as good at football management as he is. You know, I can't I can't rate him to be fair. Like I used to think, yeah, he's boring but um gets a job oh, done. He's... But when he came out against the Brighton fans because they were like booing him because they drew and he was just like fuck off. <laughs> Brighton we're talking about here I was like okay this guy this guy is the real deal England manager written all over him so yeah I'll be collecting that receipt from you Hamilton because I remember you balked at the idea of me suggesting him for Spurs manager and well I mean whoa 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 old old tight old tight A you still have an elite manager he is not an elite manager yet so you know point one mm. and B there's been one game this season, and it was against Manchester United. Like that's that's three okay. points in the bag if you're not Chelsea. What's Spurs? Um, <laughs> okay, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I, ta- I'll take that guys. But I am I am a man who's like leaning over the edge of a bridge at this point. Sorry, uh, that wasn't even meant to be that deep. Like I was just <laughs> speaking objectively. Like I know, I know we're all having a laugh and a joke, but there, there's a man's life. <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough about Brian though. Tell me, run me, run me through your thoughts. Obviously, uh, for those that don't know, United did lose their first game, uh, Brighton 2 1, I believe. I tell me, run, watch... run me through your emotions. 
But I'm assuming it was in quite bad fashion as well. Well, you didn't watch the game. Um, That's what I mean. That was a question. You know, you don't lose in good fashion. doesn't really happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What I will say is as much as it's pain, misery, agony, worst thing that could possibly have happened, terrible start, all my hopes and dreams down down the pan, another season of misery ahead. I think we all just need to calm down, right? Because as I was lying, I was lying awake the night before it, and I thought, "There's no possible world, no possible world in which United win this game. It just doesn't make any sense." Mm-hmm. And I, I liken it to to Arsenal's first game of the season last year against Brentford, where that, like, because of the way we ended the season, just like the way they had ended the season before, as an absolute joke. All the cameras, all the eyes are on 11 people with poppadom mentalities. So, like, they just... (laughs) (laughs) Poppadom mentalities. (laughs) Not quite non-bread mentalities, though. (laughs) It just, I don't know. We were never going to win the game. I think, look, we take take it, we learn lessons from it, we move on. Um, Do I think it was our worst performance in a while? No. Do I think Brighton were excellent? I thought they were absolutely excellent. And also, I thought they had to be to beat us. Uh, I thought they were excellent, though. Um, mm. You're going to get these results. I just, obviously, it's never nice when it's the first one, but we build on it. We learn more lessons from it. Uh, last thing mm. I want to happen for six, eight months is for any of this to come back on um, Ten Hag, because, I mean, just what is he supposed to do? Uh, yeah, what is yeah. he supposed to do? What do you, what did you make of the the new boys then? It was Martinez, Ericsson. I think that was the only new players you played. Well, here's the thing. Haven't haven't really been able to look at him, and here's why. Uh, Ericsson was being played as a false nine. I, I I I mean, and here's the thing. I really didn't want to start Ronaldo. Martial got injured, so look, he did what he had to do, and I actually think it's more important to make that statement of authority that you're not going to start after that behaviour than it is for an extra 45 of the Sioux Merchant. I think whatever we had to do, we had to do. I just start Fernandez false nine, but I'm not an elite manager, so whatever. Um, so Ericsson, I don't know, do I? He's. I know he's fine at passing, but I've always known that. So I need to see the best from him. Martinez, oh Jesus. Um, well, uh, I've been I've been racking my brains for for a way to defend Martinez. Uh, I actually don't think his performance was abysmal. Lots of people like to make it out like it was. I thought it was a fine centre back performance with one mistake in. It's all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, um, I, I thought actually like for lots of it. By the the memes, the memes were were absolutely crazy. Martinez, it was it was, it was joyful. We obviously had the the best one so far, Lisa and Martinez. That's the best thing I've heard all week. That wins praise watch. Uh, but yeah, lots of comments about his height. All, all really good, hilarious stuff. Um, it's, again, it's the exact same situation between. as with Arsenal last year. Ben White, it's literally one game. Oh, huge conclusions being drawn out about the rest of the season. Oh, and oh, by the way, the stuff I was we love. totally on board with doing this last year. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to absolve myself of any blame. I, I was maybe the main culprit, <laughs> but I... Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think it really necessarily spells disaster, but it could. Yeah, 
Yeah, look, I, I, um, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think there's much reason to overreact if you're a United fan. You're, you're going in. One good point that I saw was Eric Ten Hag's is his first game as manager, and obviously he's trying to implement a certain style of playing. And I think that did come out. And you're going up against one of the best drilled teams, I think, in the league, in mm. Potter, who's been with them for a long, long time. So. Um, whilst it is not a good result, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think United are still likely going to sign some more players. I think Rabiot looked like he's on the way. What have you made of him, by the way, and getting him in? It's funny because I've spent my whole life, well, my whole life, that's ridiculous, his whole career uh, saying, I think he's stupid, saying, uh, I, I think he's an overrated player, they can't play football, he's a clown, yada, yada, yada. And however, I just, when we when I saw the lineup for the game the other day, and I just saw two names next to each other, and I knew that they would have to start. Of course, they have to start. Not only have we not replaced them, we've actually lost a world class centre mid. So, of course, Fred and McTominay were going to start next to each other. Of course, they were. But when I saw their names on the sheet, I just thought, well, what has all the conversation been about? Why have we gone and got a new manager? Decided that oh, it's a whole new era. Press conferences and and montages of the way Ajax play and 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 where people are going to fit in. We've, we've talked about Martial, maybe he'll have a resurgence, how to get Rashford back on form, how to get Sancho firing. And we're, we're going to start Fred McTominay. What is the point? What's the point? You can't do anything. <laughs> I actually like um, them both, but I was saying that again. They are both the more, right, What are we supposed to do? The, the, Ryan, so if you think that's acceptable audio, if you think that's acceptable audio, <laughs> you're absolutely mistaken. Sort that out now. Ay, 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 ay. On, a, on a dead serious note, like if we had like a league table of centre mid pairings, where would they come? I think they're like seven, eight, sixteenth, seventeenth. Like what they. They won't make mid-table, I'll tell you that. They're, they're genuinely oh, oh, struggling to stay in the league. Bournemouth have got a better centre mid-pairing than that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Every, literally, I can't think of a team off the top of my head that that doesn't like. Andrew Sermon, Dan Gosling, whatever his name is. They're, they're, surely they're not still there. Point I, being, I actually... they're really bad. It's unbelievable. Like them both as as people, a bit as players. I just think they are both good squad players. I've always thought this. I thought I think they're both good squad players. I think that they are both a player who would be perfectly acceptable uh, as the guy who does the dirty work next to an actual good player. Uh, but when if you play them next to each other, there's no hiding. I feel bad for the lads. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I have to say, I think um, McTominay, we, we calling that a Hall of Shame performance? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just... Is, is again, he our, is he our singles nominee for the week? He's the frontrunner, definitely. Definite frontrunner. I think you can't get stinkier than that. I would argue, is he good enough to be qualified for Stinkwatch? Uh, um, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, he is. About it. But, uh, but that was something else. And if any performance is worthy of an entry into Stinkwatch for the first week of the season, you can't do better than that. But let's yeah. uh, let's go on to that a bit later. Let's go on to Chelsea. I didn't even watch this game. It sounded like the boringest game ever. Apparently, Reese James took like 25 corners or something. 
it was. I didn't see it all, admittedly. I watched sixty minutes, but it wasn't great. A lot of our players looked off the pace, which, like, Chilwell, you expect it, you know, first start after nine months. Kukureo, we signed him less than 24 hours before, and he was forced to play by a Koulibaly injury, but admittedly, he looked really good. Um, Havertz was Havertz, just not particularly inspiring yes. whatsoever. Um, Sterling's movement, really good, really, really good. Um, he's... Yeah, I'm like I say, I'm excited once he gets going and Mount gets firing as well because Mount was off the boil a bit, but first game, you know. Um, Centre Jorginho's just got to be replaced. Like, he wasn't even particularly bad. I actually thought he was quite good for his standard, but he's just. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big fat no. Like, we all know it, we've all said it. If we want to compete with the other two, he's got to go. And the funny thing is we need a centre-back and a forward more than we need to replace him. Like, Yeah. Well, I guess speak, I think because that game was relatively uninteresting. Wasn't it? A lot of points. I think the more interesting stuff of Chelsea at the moment is more who they're getting in, the yeah. movements and stuff. Obviously, Kukurea for an eye-watering 65 mil. Um whether he's a good player or not, and he is a good player, that's not the point. Yeah. 65 million is a uh, absolutely criminal amount of money to be spending on a Brighton left back. But at the end Plus of the day, we know, we know buying in the Premier League is a coming at a premium now because clubs like Brighton are as wealthy as, or if not wealthier than some Champions League clubs. West Ham are wealthier than some Champions League clubs. Like buying in the Premier League, they Brighton did not need to sell really? their best player who is on a five-year contract. Premier League clubs get so much money compared to the rest of the world nowadays that buying in the Premier League oh, will yeah. cost that much. That's why Leicester can charge eighty million for Fafana. Buying in the Premier League will come at that premium, but it also comes with the assurance that the player will be. Yeah. Chances are flop flop rating way down compared to you know signing a Benfica striker. Or whatever. Yeah, we'll get on to him. Uh, exactly. But yeah, okay. And uh, lastly, on Chelsea for Fana, obviously, like looking like he's coming in. What do you what do you make of that? I mean, a please just fucking get it done. Like we're borderline desperate at this point. Um, we're still looking apparently to sell Ampadu. We've already sold Saar. It's like just fucking get it done. We need another centre back. He's world class. He's Top three, if not top five, under twenty ones in the world, like in his position, like just just fucking get it done. He doesn't want to be mm. at Leicester. He just he's couldn't have made it more bait on social media if he tried. He might as well just wave a flag, a Chelsea flag round. Like he wants to come, just get it for just pay up. I don't care if it's one hundred and fifty million. Maguire cost eighty million of, like three years ago, like. I don't yeah. care about money in, I don't money know how in Premier League football is just an object at this point. It's like, not, I saw, it's not. I used to feel like you... It, I used kind to feel of, like you it really some, kind of is. Like I saw someone the other day talking about, obviously, the inflation of prices and the equivalent of Roman's first summer, if it was in 2022, would have been $450 million. Like, for money in, money in football is just fucking non-existent. Just look at Barcelona. Like we could spend, United could spend a billion and they'd be fine with FFP. 
Like it's just irrelevant at this point. I don't I mean, care. I guess if I mean it, it more. This is going going back to Cucurella. If it's the difference spending fifty two million, which would be an okay fee, and sixty two million, which is a lot. Don't get me wrong, it is a lot for Cucurella. But if ten million is the difference between getting a really good player and not getting a really good player, same with Fafana. If it's the difference between seventy million, which is reasonable, and eighty million, which is a lot, I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather oh, just have a I good think player. It, it does me certain these days, Hamilton, because the bigger the fee, the more of increased likelihood that your team's going to get cooked every week on social media. I oh, think it does yeah. I, I do agree, but either way, you're going to get cooked if you suck. United have signed barely anyone. They sucked and they still got, and you get cooked. Like, Maguire, if, like, if you suck, if you Maguire suck. costs like 10 mil, right? He doesn't catch not a fraction of the smoke that he's been getting now. It does no, matter. No, but it, doesn't stop, it doesn't stop the club catching smoke. Werner, Werner, if anything, catches more smoke than Lukaku. And one costs twice as much as the other. Being bad is what catches you smoke. <laughs> Werner's out. What, what a hilarious back. example of two strikers. To put up <laughs> and both are gone in this window and I couldn't be happier about it. I am so goddamn much combined out. on those guys? Best part that we've got. 200 mil, wasn't it? Uh, 147 is what we bought them for. And, well, 145. 145 we spent on the two of them, and we have recouped back um, about 30 so far. What do you mean so far? Oh, what, because you might sell... Because Lukaku's alone and Werner, we got 25. So where's the 30? The loan fee that they paid for Lukaku this year. Oh, they pay they pay a five mil loan fee. Something something like that, five or six or something. And then um, presumably they're gonna the presumably they're gonna they're gonna supposedly buy him for fifty or sixty next summer when they can afford it. But I don't see how they can. And that's what I mean. They can't afford to spend fifty, sixty million on a striker. But and they're the third, second best club in Italy. But West Ham and. Wolves can fucking do that at the drop of a hat. The Premier League's different gravy these days. Yeah, money is far then, less of an object. You are correct, though, in the sense that money and being pulled up for having no money and not paying your players isn't a thing, given <laughs> what we see with Barcelona. You're just yeah, allowed to not pay your players now. It's just bullshit. You can sue your own players for the contracts you gave them. Like, it's just... <laughs> you see see Martin Braithwaite getting booed the other day? Yeah, just... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> because he's getting paid what they offered him. Uh, what oh did he God. do? It's not fair. <laughs> they bought him. They're on the. And the funniest thing is, he's the perfect example because they bought him in the most scummy way possible as well. They signed him as an emergency transfer outside of the transfer window oh, yeah. because someone got injured. It's like, no. You're the worst fucking club in the world. Indefinite stink for them. Indefinite. Until, oh, yeah. until further notice, they'll be on permanent stink watch. We'll mention it every the goddamn thing is, week. They're we still talking to. about re-signing Messi next summer and shit. It's like, no, just cease to exist, please. No, we could do, I could do, I literally could do a hundred episodes on this. I, I, I hate them so much. I hate them so much. I didn't get to speak to you guys in the last episode about how they have violated us this summer window. What a fucking <laughs> joke of a club. 
They oh, have man. But killed look, right. my summer. Let's, um, honestly, let's move on to a horrible, Chelsea, horrible like, particular game. Like, there's not much you can get out of that. I still think Chelsea yeah. can struggle this season, to be we honest. Can, like, we can play, we can and will play much, much better than that. Um, presumably, we will sign another couple of players. And, um, yeah, yeah, there's, like you say, there's not much, not much yeah. to it. There's more, more questions unanswered than questions answered from it. No, true, true. Um, all right, on to top of the league, Tottenham which is where they will remain for the duration of this season. Um, 4-1 against Southampton. Uh, Pat was actually at the game, so I'm keen to uh, get his thoughts as soon as possible. Our live correspondent. You're not going with you know, That's the service we provide. Huh? Oh, no, I was in Spain. Oh, right. Yeah, of course you were. I, uh, so, yeah, 4-1. Went down one goal quite early on. James Prowse. We know what he's doing. Even pulled out the Flames golf swing celebration. Love Hate him. to see that. Just, I hate that. Love him. Hate that. Um, and then, yeah, brought it back. Goals from the wing backs. Ah, oh, just so great. Did you guys see that first goal? Just such Conte yeah. BS. Great ball in. Ryan Sessignon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Get that in the veins. Um, good stuff. Really good performance. And uh, neither Kane nor Son scored, which goes to show we're cooking up something quite nice. And none of the uh, new signings started either. It was entirely a team from last year. Players like Emerson Royale look good. Classic. What the fuck? I can't say anything else. Classic. Like two two assists. Unplayable. Cafu. Emerson Royale. The guy, he must give his players pets. There's no other answer. No other answer. No, we're not not that Liverpool BS. Um, (laughs) That that was pretty crazy. And um, one major takeaway I got from it is I think Kulisevsky probably is our third best player now. He's just so good. I think he's one of the best players in the league. I don't even care. I think he's so good. He's so, so good. Um, But yeah, very happy with that. Obviously, none of the new guys started. We just signed another left back as well uh, yesterday. Um, But he's being loaned out, so I don't really care. But yeah, things are looking good for Tottenham right now. Things are looking pretty good. And next week, I believe, we have Chelsea. So uh, I can't wait to lose 2-0 and lose all the momentum. That's going to be fun. When you've smoked us for the first 40 minutes, not capitalised, and then we score from the most AIDS corner ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... It's, it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. <laughs> I look forward to it. I look forward to it greatly. Fula, Fula Let's touch quickly on... corner from Mel. Horrible. Just see it now. Let's touch quickly on Arsenal. Um, first game of the season, say, obviously. Speaking on predictions, going from one of those North London lot to the other, I I previously missed my predictions again with you boys. So I'm a I'm a jump the gun, and based on that first week, even though Arsenal look good, I still think they're coming fifth. I still think Spurs and Chelsea just look better, just are better, and just they just are. And I still think Arsenal yeah. are going to miss out, even though they're much improved. I don't think they're improved in Chelsea. Chelsea are looking a bit sus. Um, but we'll see. We'll see with Chelsea. Uh, but yeah, Arsenal. One thing that I got from this Arsenal game, and I'd be keen to hear Pat and Ed's opinion when they come on again, um, was despite them winning at Selhurst Park, which is quite a difficult place to get three points, especially for Arsenal. Um, they weren't particularly happy with the performance 
unconvincing. I don't know. Saliba seemed to be, obviously, I think, it's kind of a weird one where everyone knows he's good and he just hasn't touched the field for Arsenal in two years. And then, obviously, he's good when he plays. There's still a chance he might leave, apparently. I don't really believe that. That Marseille won him. Like, what am I, how are Marseille going to get him? But yeah, lots of ne- negativity from Arsenal at the moment. Um, that I saw, at least. I wouldn't go weird. in that. I think negativity is the wrong word. I think they're still overwhelmingly on the optimistic side as far as Arsenal fans go. In the, you know, they're happy with their transfers, Jesus and Trenko, that other Portuguese kid that no one's ever heard of. Um, they're pretty, pretty happy with them. They're playing well, you know, they smashed us in preseason. They got the win, which, to be fair, is probably a game that a year ago they don't get the win. Um so, you know, grinding out results is a good thing for Arsenal right now. So I wouldn't say they're not positive, but it wasn't a convincing performance, like you say. No, no. Um, and what, what was I going to say? I think in general with Arsenal at the moment, um, there'll be greater tests come. Like, I think people will, people were really promoting Palace. Palace really didn't look great. Um, they look, there's a big Conor Gallagher-shaped hole in the midfield from what I was hearing, um, which is weird. Cause I, you know, I, you know how I feel about him. I didn't really rate him. Called a, I called him a good hair merchant. I still kind of believe that, <laughs> but um, it appears that his kind of presence was lacking for Palace. So I don't really know. I would not I, be what, surprised what he if Palace tested our resolve for him. It would make sense, right? Have... It would make sense. Yeah, I Sorry. think I think he just doesn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Palace put in a big bid if we if we took the money and ran because I don't think Tuchel thinks he fits in the three four three. Unfortunately, no, no, and um, yeah, so good result for Arsenal, but weirdly, but tinged with a little bit of ooh, a little bit, hmm, which is what I like to see. Not not positivity. I don't want to see that. Definitely don't want to see that. Um, all right, one more game I thought we should cover, and it's none of our teams. I thought it was very interesting, was the uh, Liverpool game. And um, Mitrovic putting in Blastic of the Week, I believe. A new segment we're going to call this on the show. Because that man, one, that I was, must say, ooh. we slandered him a lot. We said he was getting four or five goals this season. Not having this, I need to go off. I'm so sorry. I have to go off. Not having this for a second. Liverpool are going to rack up almost 100 points this season. Fulham are going to come rock bottom. Mitrovic will score a uh-huh. seven Premier League goals. He just he just got two in early. I'm sorry. It's the way it goes. Don't be fooled, people. Do not be fooled. Fulham are coming rock bottom. And Mitrovic, if he breaks 10 goals, oh, what should I do? I, I'm going to do something live on the podcast. I, give me a moment to think about it. <laughs> Can we think about it? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> you have to admit though, Terry, that was pretty, pretty good. good. Like he did the slowest flip flap of all human history on Van Dyke. Van Dyke was in, I was ju- in space. Oh, I, he was spinning. Hell. He was spinning around. Oh I don't I don't deny the Blastic at all. Pretty cool. I don't deny that Mitrovic is a great player, actually. But 
it just it's not going to work out. Definitely won't work out. They'll get in a rut. He'll pick up a knock. He'll start getting dropped because he's not scoring enough goals. They'll go for someone faster, maybe more mobile to cope with the better league. Then they'll sack their manager. Someone else will come in. They'll realise Mitrovic was good all along and he'll score twice in the in the last four games, but they'll already be consigned to relegation. We've seen it happen. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that a million times over. That, that Just glorious. a slightly different manager. Yeah. Glorious. Interesting though. <laughs> What did you guys make of Liverpool? Did you get to watch the game? Didn't see, but by the sounds, not good. And with Thiago out now, they need a fucking midfielder. They need a midfielder big time. I'm well, so scared they're going to get Frankie the rest of the year, right? Oh, I would, oh. I would also hope they get Frankie Dion. I'm on your side as well. Because I don't think he's a massive upgrade on anyone we've got. Yeah, I was hearing... Um, Absolutely outrageous slander from Liverpool fans on uh, Jordan Henderson's name, which I thought was funny. Um, really, really crazy. Yeah, the guys lifted. I'm seeing Liverpool every trophy fans there is hope the he does his ACL. I'm seeing all sorts there. Oh man! Oh my god! More crosses in the cafe. Those church. guys are That's really the hearing. worst of the worst, aren't they? They're low, aren't they? <laughs> they suck. Those um, guys. <laughs> Nunes. Also, guys, Holland's great. Surprise, surprise. Also, oh. here's a claim. Oh, Liverpool, Liverpool are the English equivalent of Barcelona, except less financially unscrupulous. I actually think you're bang on. Fans-wise, mm. they're and and sort of club philosophy mentality. They're as entitled as um, as entitled as yeah. just full of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Barcelona right now are the worst club. On earth, so I wouldn't quite look cool but that at this stage. But... To City. Yeah, Real Madrid. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Haaland actually, very, very briefly because that, oh, that, that second goal, mm. very scary yeah, I mean, that he's in this league. League's a wrap. They're just going to make it look easy, aren't they? Him and, oh, him yeah. and De Bruyne are just going to make it look easy. No, but, when, you know, when it comes around to oh, us playing them, oh man. That's good. It'll go we, for a while. We, we got to play the deepest line. It'll work for a while. People will work it out. It's the Premier League. I think it's a lot easier that than the fluid way they were playing before. They've sold, I think, some of the players that were so unpredictable um, and the ones that they could turn to when certain things weren't working. If, if what it looks like now is they're just going to have a number nine, give them service. If, if they sell Bernardo as well, they're mad. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. mad. Barcelona, by the it way, will literally just be the KDB and Haaland show. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a good it's show, a though. Isn't it? Also, it's a very good say, show. Yeah, but like that goal, that second goal, I was like, that is a masterpiece. This guy, no, Holland, he, he's a disgusting footballer. He's a he's an alien. He's so quick. Um, when he the way he won that penalty, his acceleration from when he started off behind the line to, to the goal. That's like, I've, I've not seen anyone like that before. Nah, like, he eats up the ground, doesn't he? It's Horrible. different. I can't, I can't no, rate I think, it, but I'm also a bit like unfair. Uh, to be fair, I think he'll be undone with a low block. Not going to lie. Yeah. West Ham. Yeah, West Ham, very adventurous. West Ham are very adventurous. Bro, just don't let him go in behind. 
Ah, yeah, he's. Right. Oh, yeah, I doubt. I don't know what he can do otherwise. But but that's yeah, the setup. Movement for five one. His movement, as shown by those two goals, is that good that he will still create space for himself even in deep blocks. He will, um, but you take his. It's not. It's not his best like fucking, It's not like Silver and De Bruyne can't and Rodri can't find him. Oh, I'm. I'm not saying he's not still going to score a hundred. <laughs> League goals, yeah. but if he doesn't hit 25, <laughs> he's failed, in my opinion. Like, oh, oh, yeah, no, that, that it would be like crashing and burning. <laughs> oh, man, like, okay, let's talk fantasy league. Let, let's definitely talk fantasy league. But a quick question for you guys who do you think gets more goals this season, Nunes or Haaland? Haaland, oh, Nunes. come on. I can't believe we've allowed the media to make this a competition for us. It's mm-hmm. not one. It's not, like, it's not even close. That's right. He is, but I don't think he's nowhere near as good. I just think this guy will just score these bullshit goals like time and Oh, time he will. He will. But, but I don't know. I think Salah's going to take too many of them. I just, I just, uh, you know, he'll do good numbers, but Harlan's, Harlan's alien. Yeah. I can see Harlan breaking record if he stays fit. Yeah. I I agree with Tam. Harlan will just smash everything. He's he's just a Norwegian Hulk. And B, that's unbelievable. You're you are also right though. I think Nunez is going to be a lucky lucky guy. He is going to escape the Twitter just obliteration because he plays for Liverpool. He will get these Jeremy goals. Like yeah. like I always said, if Werner went to Liverpool. He would just, it. He would still be a bad footballer, but he would be a bad footballer that did numbers. No, I mean honestly, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I think Nunez is going to put up some decent numbers, like you say, but not in Haaland's. He's not getting 25, 30 like Haaland is. If he gets 15 to 20, 15 plus, it's a good season for Nunez. Like, I think in two seasons back, we're going to look back on the fact that we had a debate about who was going to get more goals and laugh. We're going to laugh it. We're going to laugh ourselves. Yeah. I don't think we should credit it with a conversation, honestly. And I, I'm very excited for this to get clipped up and played back to me at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's 40 goals. Yeah. Unprecedented. I don't even think Kane right. is coming close to Haaland's numbers. No, Kane's game is just different these days. I don't think he's going to do a score like that again, to be honest. But let's talk Fantasy League, Fantasy League Corner, or whatever you want to call it. What should we call it? Um, fan, um, I like that. I like Fantasy League Corner. Uh, I prefer Fantasy Lounge. Ooh. Ooh. No, that sounds okay. like a strip club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fantasy, Fantasy Lounge, Lounge. Sound like a strip club. Okay. <laughs> like, Fantasy Lounge it is. It's it. <laughs> Sitting atop the Pace and Power League, first week, Harry McLean. Congratulations, 82 points. That is absolutely unbelievable, to be fair. The triple captain but, Salah. Triple captain Salah, as we can all see. Dirty move, oh, Harry. Sorry. Dirty move indeed. We can Out all triple captain Salah. We can all do that. Out of the main men, who's winning? Out of the main men. I know, I know why oh, you are. I think, you, you think I know why you're asking. <laughs> Old Havertz Kai Hard. Uh, it's four. <laughs> In the in the fantasy league, that's Dan Hamilton's team with seventy three points. I'm not. Um, far I don't know off. where you're getting these points from. Oh yeah, Harlan, Harlan captain. Yeah, okay. Harlan, um, uh, pretty good. Oh god, you're going to piss me off so much this season. 
<laughs> Everyone, this is a public service announcement to the FPL League. Hamson cannot win, okay? I don't care what you do. Do everything. Invite the scouts from fucking FPL. He cannot win this. Because after Hamson in the, in the uh, Pace and Power team, it's uh, Temi with 10 hogs, 11 dogs. With uh, two, ooh, Sancho with a two points there. Yeah, okay, we don't need to talk about that. I'm glad you haven't seen Martinez. Um... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but respectable, respectable 71 points, well above average. Very, very good stuff there. And then you've got uh, Al Glad, Al Dix, I imagine that's a play on Al Sad. Um, just your usual, your Salas, your Haalands. What I'm seeing are the people with the majority of the points. They'll have a captain, Salah, or Haaland. Then you've got uh, myself with Gangsters. I've, wait, I'm sorry, I've just looked at, at Ed Dixon's team. If he if he picks his captain a bit more wisely, he's top of the league. He's got points from all across the board and has Salah and Haaland in his team. has gone to Captain Jesus instead. It's a really good showing from Ed, to be fair. <laughs> it's a great the final he's captain. <laughs> oh my God, he would have done so well. Yeah, I know. Well, Ed, unlucky. You kind of played yourself there a little bit. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Steamed Hammerson. That's Pat in 19th. Staring uh, down the barrel there in relegation. With a below average 55 points. Captain oh, Salah has saved oh. his life. But we know Salah, he's OP. And then the bottom of the league, Alex Reeve, Floss's boss. Um, yeah, less said about that, the better. That midfield, not great. Really not great. Uh, a bit unfair, Aronson. I think he, I believe he did score, but it was counted as an own goal. So a bit of BS on on your behalf there, Alex. Wherever you are, but um, got really got to do better than that. Really got to do better than that. Um, <laughs> floundering at the bottom of thirty six points, and I know we shouldn't do a podcast about roasting people in FPL. I think we should. But look, we're in it to win it. Okay, and um, the championship. You know, getting relegated from this this Premier Premier League offensive league. You know. It's not, it's not looking good. Not looking good right now. Do we have a Stinkwatch nomination before we go? It's one. It's one. Yeah. Stinkwatch Did just Stop. about everything wrong, I think. Nearly broke that guy's leg. I saw him miscontrol the ball about 800 times. Just as really bad as it gets. Really quite poor from him. Yeah. So well done, Scott McTominay. You are first nominee of Stinkwatch this this year for 22-23 season how exciting yes, many many weeks to come but guys thank you for coming on uh, very excited about the start of the season it's going to be a blast excited about FPL as well um, I'm actually going to try and play it the whole about winning this it. time Hamster's not going to win it um, that would be a true <laughs> disgrace, to, disgrace to football akin to Barcelona buying their league um, so we cannot let that happen but until next time Thank you guys, and peace. Peace. Peace out.